Welcome to the Christian Campfire Conversations podcast, where we have real conversations about real topics. Our goal is to educate believers in order to fulfill the Great Commission. So without further ado, let's get on to the podcast. What is up, my basic family? We just peeked the uh, little uh, the, the bar that tells us how loud we're being. Is that funny? <laughs> A little bit. Because of the video we watched the other day. <laughs> this is a bad start to the podcast anyway let's just keep it rolling um (laughs) max is losing it anyway i'm joined i'm keegan lowen i'm joined today by my co-host and he's also the host slash co-host i'm i'm keegan's my co-host we're not gonna fight about it i'm the co-host you're the co-host we are co-hosts yeah i mean what government or you know um country hasn't been you know super great with two leaders in it you know what i'm saying yeah for real it's like they have to have two equals because people can like stand to be on the same level like they're fine with that right yeah exactly most of the time like in the office you know yeah jim and michael are are you know they're two both general managers or whatever yeah uh regional managers yeah assistant regional manager assistant to the regional manager Yeah. yeah 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 so um you already heard about our weeks in the last podcast well i don't even know if it's gonna be the last podcast but the last one we recorded. Yeah. Um, so, what? let's get into it. Let's get into it. Yeah. Secular music or just music in general. Let's just go music in general. M- music. Where? What is the place for music in Christianity? Shouldn't be allowed. No, I'm just joking. We are outright against it. Well, like our Mennonite, our, Jer- our little Holderman Mennonite friends... Do not believe in instruments. Yep, no piano, no, no piano, organ, no organ, nothing like that. Like they're so traditional, they don't even have an organ at their church anymore. We don't have an organ at our church anymore, but it's because we we moved up. Yeah, yeah, we're not we're not into that. Anymore. She broke, I'm up. <laughs> um, but you know, kind of the inspiration for this is like, can Christians listen to secular music? What if we can't? What what kind of music are we supposed to be listening to? Questions like that, common questions that I would say most Christians question. Um, yeah, it's kind of like where where like where should secular music be? Should I listen to secular music? Because you know Proverbs four twenty three above all else guard your heart for everything you do flows from it. So if we're listening to this music, it's like how is that affecting how I'm living as a Christian? Yeah, I have a very um, <laughs> very personal story about that. I mean. It's when I was in junior high, I loved, I mean, even early high school years, I loved rap music. Yeah. I was, I mean, ask Max, like, I lived and breathed rap music. And they talk about taking advantage of women. You know, the kind of the joke, uh, drugs, drugs, women, sex and drugs, you know, that was, I mean, but... That was the that was the joke, but that was what it was actually about. It talks about sex, it talks about drugs, and it talks about everything in between. And this is what I'm filling my mind with. And you convince yourself that no, I'm 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 not gonna think about those things, but it starts to take over your mind because your speech begins to um your speech begins to I like, would say like replicate. Yeah, exactly. Like they say the F-bomb, I say the F-bomb. They wear ski masks, I wear ski masks. But, like, that's what I'm seeing with a lot of the younger generation, especially with, like, the younger generation that loves rap music. It's like, they're wearing ski masks around. Yeah, no, at the cross-country meet today, we're recording this on Saturday, by the way, so I ran this morning. Dude, there was, like, three shysties. Yeah, exactly. They are so shysty. 
I, it's it, it's just like why are you wearing that? It's like it's a hundred degrees outside. <laughs> no, just, it wasn't that odd. But so Max, you know, I don't even listen to it for the words. I just like the beats. Like I'm a big fan of hip hop. I don't even listen to the words. Yeah, you do. Right. Yeah, you do. Yeah. No, and I did. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so because it's like, man, you know, like are you just listening to the beats? Like, are you dancing to it? Because like you mm. listen to the words. I mean. And, like, you get it. this is, like, a chance where you get to, this is something you are put. like, this is just, like, eating something. Yeah. You're intaking this. It's, like, think about how picky you are about with what you put into your body. Like, I mean, for you healthy people, not me, just kidding, but, like, for you healthy people, like, um, like, think about how particular you are you about what you put in your body. And then now think about how particular you are about what you put in your body spiritually. Like, music, um... Am I putting in music that is cussing every other word? Or am I putting in music? It's like, we're, we're called to glorify God in everything we do. Yeah. It's like, not like, everything. just like, don't dishonor God in everything you do. It's like, glorify God in everything yeah, you exactly. do. And and I think that my perspective has kind of changed on this. Mike Winger had talked about his, how his perspective has changed on this. And he was talking, he said, you know, like, he used to say like, oh man, don't, you know, try not to listen to secular music you know, if all possible, then he also, then he's like, man, it just, it depends on the message of the music. Cause if the message is good, if the message is like, you know, I don't, I don't even know what secular music has like such good. Yeah. But you know, it's, talking let's about, just get too real. Let's like, can I listen to Zach Bryan? Zach Bryan cusses. He talks about getting drunk. He talks about probably mistreating women at times. About how he's sorry about it. Yeah, about how he's sorry about it. Sorry, it could have a Rose. Good, sorry, Rose. That could have like a. It could be like a good thing. I would almost say, you know, if he's yeah. sorry about it. Are you just trying so. to defend yourself? <laughs> I love Zach Bryan, dude. So. I love. You know, I do too. I really like his music, and I think it's like, how do you walk away from it? Do you walk away from a song? What are your intrusive thoughts? Are your intrusive thoughts like, oh, you know, sex, drugs, and murder, or? Just a good old country boy who's had a hard time at love. But here's the thing. Is it glorifying to God? We're putting this into yeah. our body. Yeah, exactly. And and I think it's a good question, too, you know, because it's like, you know, like what, like how is this affecting my mind? Yeah. You know, because, you know, listening or this is from Pfizer.com. You know, it talks about. You know, oh, I'm a big fan of Pfizer. How uh, don't even go there with the vaccines, dude. <laughs> Listening to or making music increases blood flow to brain regions that generate and control emotions. The limbic system, which is involved in processing emotions and controlling memory, lights up when our ears perceive music. So it's con- it's affecting our emotions. It's yeah. it's pouring blood into where our emotions are coming from. So it's like, man, if I'm listening to Zach Bryan, which you know typically has sad music yeah i might be more sad yeah and don't be surprised yeah and and i think that that that's kind of an important thing to note because and i do i think there's times for that to be honest yeah it's it's a solemn thing it's like you're you're being very vulnerable in that moment like to allow yourself to be sad it's like me and you who are very chipper people to the outside world like we are the i mean i'd say we're pretty exuberant people um we're happy about life it's like when you're alone in your thoughts, it's like sometimes you just like need to be like mellow. Yeah, exactly. And I think too, it's like, 
and you know this is kind of getting off on a sidetrack but i think it's rabbit show that we could follow with this yep. concerning emotions you know we think that i can't be sad well no i don't think that's true i think they're i think we can be sad you know we're yeah. supposed to laugh with our brothers and sisters and we're also supposed to cry with our brothers and sisters you know the shortest verse in the bible jesus wept yeah jesus when we think about wake weeping, like we think about like wailing and yeah. and streaming of tears, like that was that was the Lord of the universe. That was that was the guy who saved us all, and he was weeping. So I think that we and can what, do that. What gender was God? <laughs> no, 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 for real. Answer that. <laughs> this is gonna lead to something. A he. <laughs> A God. I didn't ask for his pronouns. I said, "What gender is he?" <laughs> and God, God doesn't have a. No, gender. you're supposed to answer my question. God doesn't have a gender. What gender was Jesus? Oh, he was a guy. <laughs> He was a male. He was a male. He was a guy. He was a guy. Yeah. A, I didn't ask for his pronouns. No. Anyway, um, God's pronouns are he, him. Anyway, <laughs> what I'm trying to say is Jesus was a man and Jesus wept. Like that, that has a little bit more power than we realize because as men, we don't, we don't like, we don't try to experience those emotions. Those are emotions that we conceal. I feel like it's a natural thing. Like, okay, this can kind of be taken in the wrong way, but like the, some people have a thing against like man up. Yeah. I think it's good. I don't really care. But at the same time, like if man up means concealing your emotions, then no, don't man up. Yeah. Um, men are a, a way worse about concealing their emotions. And that kind of leads to one of the other things that is on our list as well. Like depression and suicide. The most suicides are by ma- male, mm-hmm. you know they by an overwhelming amount. Right? What's it like? Thirty? I, I don't. Wanna, I, I don't even want to quote yeah. it because I don't know what it is, but I know it's an overwhelming amount. Yeah. Um, and what are we doing as Christian men? Like we're concealing our emotions. So I can speak from my own personal experience. When I get sad, like when I get sad about something, I sit in it for a while. And I walk away from it feeling better than when I went into it. Yeah. It's like, a, it's a growth experience. It's like, man, I'm really sad and I'm just going to let it be. Like I'm, I'm going to for once not try to control this situation. Yeah. Yeah. I think that, you know, we're kind of relating it back to music. I think we can, you know, I think that's way, one way we can express our, our emotions is through the music that we might be listening to, you know, cause it's like, man, if I'm sad, you know, I might listen to one of the Christian artists that I like that I think it's real is Chris Renzema. You know, he, he shows us kind of what, you know, cause I think that, and you know, that's kind of hopping on the Christian music industry, uh, conspiracy, but you know, they're, what they're, they're out to make money, right? I mean, that's the goal. This world is run by money. You have to make money. They're singing to Becky. Do you know who I'm talking about? Huh? There's a thing in Christian music that they're trying to write songs to the 30-year-old soccer mom called Becky. Oh, yeah. 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 Have you heard about that before? I, I, I know what you're talking about, but I know it's called Becky. Yeah, they like call I, her Becky. Like I watched a John Christ, uh, every Christian music video. Yeah, exactly. They're, they're, yeah, and they were talking but, about, you know, this is like, you know, this is this is happy, this is jolly because, you know, most of our most of our listeners are, you know, white moms, you know, white soccer moms. Exactly. Well, the, those are the people who listen to the radio. Like, let's be honest, we don't listen to the radio. Yeah, my Bluetooth uh, kicks on, kicks on with my music right away. I think I think of the Francesca Battistelli song, "I Lost My Key." <laughs> <laughs> That's the most like Becky thing. Oh man, <laughs> I know. I always I always go back to. Um, oh, I was talking about. I always go back to uh, 
probably like casting crowns. Uh-huh, like, which one? Um, oh my goodness, dude! I'm coming back to the heart. That's now Matt Redmond, right? Yeah, I don't know who that is, but that's a basic one. That's, that's a basic so. One. That's an that's an um, OG. Also, I go back to Matthew West, the motions. Uh huh. And I can only I imagine. Go through, yeah. Yes. I can only and imagine. yes. And like Toby Mac, guy, we can oh, reminisce man. about the days. Yes. Like, yes. We kind of grew up in like the ch- the era that Christian music changed. I feel like it became more relevant, um, but what's I feel like it's it sounds like a proverbs I can't a proverb I can't I can't say but like words have the power of life and death. Yeah, is that is that something that's in the Bible? I I don't know for sure to be honest with you, but I do know that you know kind of transitioning into Christian music when we listen to a Christian music song, it's just as important as the sermon that the preacher preaches. Yeah. There's so yeah. Go ahead. So so it's like man, it, you wouldn't go to a church if you didn't agree with the preacher. You shouldn't go to a church if you don't agree with the music. And so like, I have this pulled up here, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna dog on uh, Bethel music um, very much, but I am gonna dog on them right now because I believe that this is unbiblical. So that this is the bridge in uh, the song Champions. It says, "When I lift my voice and shout, every wall comes crashing down." I have the authority Jesus has given me. That's fine. We have authority. Jesus has given us Free this authority, will. right? He, you know, but then it also says, when I open up my mouth, miracles start breaking out. What? When I open my mouth, miracles start breaking out? I, I don't think I've ever opened up my mouth and miracles have started breaking out. I don't think, I think And God they're talking about I, like as in. Yeah. Like as in like, not not like as in God as, as in me yeah exactly like when God like when God was or when Jesus was walking this earth yes miracles and did even, break out and even every wall comes crashing down like what do they mean by that exactly and so I think the the a lot of the problem with this modern Christian like big band music is that they are so nuanced in their <laughs> Keegan just got slapped by, by a fly. A fly. <laughs> But they're so they're so nuanced in their music that it it's open up to interpretation when I don't think it should be, and that's why like uh, man I was at a church and I was preaching. I bet I got a better story. And uh, <laughs> I, okay, no, go ahead, go no, ahead. Go ahead. No, I was at a church and uh, there was the the older gentleman that had <laughs> called me about preaching there. He was like he said uh, he was uh, uh, he said. Yeah, well, so we'll sing uh, two songs to start, and then you'll go up there and preach, and then we'll sing two songs. So the first two songs will be like hymns, and then the the final two will be like more like newer stuff for you know like the kids. I don't I don't really like them, you know. And I also had experience at a, at another church. It was like, and this was like this was a pretty older church. I'm not gonna uh-huh. lie. Like I mean, there's you know the 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 stereotype is like a white haired church, mm-hmm. and the lady that had chosen the music, she's like, okay. This one has a little bit of a beat to it, but just listen to the words. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh boy, we got a beat in the music now. <laughs> oh my gosh. And I, I don't know, where, where's it going with that? And I think I think there is something to the older hymns that it's like, man, this can't be taken one way or another. This is like, man, this is like, you know, how great thou art. Mm. How great is God? Yeah. yeah that, that's what it means. That's what it says. There's no like, oh, what does this mean? How does, what yeah. does this mean to me? Like, Dude, it's not talking about you. It's talking Elisa, about God. Elisa Childers kind of, she talked about this in one of her podcasts where she's like, some newer Christian music is just full of 
very vague water references. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like God is flowing out of me. Um, he's what, oceans. oceans. I'm thinking of oceans. <laughs> yes, I don't know yes. the, the, some of the lyrics. I don't even, yeah, I forgot about that song. My sister, my sister played that on the piano. Megan, Megan can <sighs> play that on the piano. I, Megan's I, fake. Dude, I, I mean, that's all there is to it. Some people are like, oh, dude, Maverick City Music, they're like, they're so good. Do you listen to them? I'm like, no, I'm not a sinner. <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> I'm just joking. I sin probably more than anyone else in the world. I can but, um, confirm that. Yeah, exactly. But uh, <laughs> but no, it's like I don't like listening to their music very no. much because cause it's like I have to like listen to words very carefully to make sure, and I and I typically do that with a lot of the music I listen to to be sure that it is true to true to the Bible. But you know, for some band, it's like man, they're trying so hard to do that, like. Um, this song called Where Were You by, uh, oh my goodness, I have to find it now. But Where Were You, it's taken, like, literally the words are taken from a passage right. in Job. Like, that's like that's where the words come from. Like, they're not just making them up. They are literally just copying mm. what was in Scripture. Well, and I think people do the opposite with, with hymns. Like, when it comes to hymns, they're... They're like, oh, those are traditional. We don't want those to be yeah. a part. I'm like, no, like appreciate hymns for what they are because I would be honest, these are some of the most intelligent people writing these songs, which is so weird. Let's think about this. Let's think about the common worship leader slash Christian artist nowadays. Probably not the most theologically sound person. And okay, is there nothing, is there anything wrong with that? No, I mean like theologically sound or is like not as mature. That's there's a difference there. Like yeah. you want someone who's theologically sound, but um, as far as not as mature. Um, but these are scholars who wrote these songs, like people who were um, who read the Bible and and really digested it and wrote other literature and not just songs. Like these are some really intelligent people. Yeah, I think there's also a flip side of that too. Um, because it doesn't have to just, you know, I mean, I'm not saying that's not what you're saying, but, but it doesn't have to be because like, you know, you think about like the, the writer of Amazing Grace, this, the slave trader, this guy that was on, a, like uh, literally was on a slave trading ship, like got freed and he, you know, he wrote Amazing Grace. Mm-hmm. And I think that's kind of, you know, true too. And I think, but yeah, what you're kind of uh, like learned too is like, you know, these people that are writing the music now, it's just like, you know, these guys are climbing like, like Stephen Furtick. You know, Who's was, that? I don't know that. He is the pastor of. Um, oh my goodness! What is um, Elevation Church? Oh, and okay. he and I he gotcha. has some and it's, he has some major theological problems like like heresy, like he's almost a prosperity gospel preacher. Okay, and he has written some of the songs. Okay, and I oh like he he was one of the co-writers of Jira. <sighs> Dang it! Yeah, yeah, and so I like I read that and I like I'm like listening to the words. I'm like, all right, that's you know, it's okay, yeah, okay, okay. And then I just see written by Stephen Furtick. I'm like, oh, I don't even know if I can like. Here's a question: that. How many times do we have to sing the bridge for the song to be impactful? <laughs> Man, dude, if you're listening to any newer Christian music, like you have to sing one line at least like 25 times. Like I'm gonna see a victory. I'm gonna see a victory. <laughs> Like you know that song by Elevation? I'm gonna see you. That one, Victory. the battle belongs. Yes, the battle beat. <laughs> yes, it's like. Dude. Don't dog on it. It's in my playlist, man. I always skip that. I always skip if I so if it's on the, if I see it, if it's on the radio if I have that in my phone I am skipping that song every single time. Well, and where's what's the place in a church for raising your hands like worshiping like you know that can. 
like is that something that the spirit does like like because some people it's for and some people it's not so like why do some people raise their hands and why do some people not like i think that's a common question that people would come if they came into a church yeah i I mean it's just kind of like it's just up to you it's like like in what like sometimes i think it's almost like i don't even really know exactly how it got started but it's almost like a feeling you know like when you're lifting your hands you're like thinking like you're close to god yeah like you're like you're reaching out to god and it's like yeah like I'm thinking about God when I'm singing this song. Or like you know, I I, I'm a, I'm a 20 inch screen TV guy. Yeah. I got my hands. My out fish front. was this big. You know, my fish was this big. Exactly. Now you I'm know, a little I'm bit a, of a liar. My fish was this exactly. big. Exactly. Tim Hawkins, if you guys know what we're referring to, <laughs> you know, I'm in. But it, there's no like wrong way to raise your hands. Uh-huh. You know, it's. But not. I think there's something like really powerful about like, from going from hands by your side to hands open. Yeah. It's like we're. It's, it's like, like I, a op- I'm open to you, God. Like, like. I'm allowing you to be inside of my, like my body, like come into this place right now. Yeah. Um, and I think too, I think, I think we don't, it's like, oh, these guys are whack, you know, talking about like their body language. I think it's like, no, our body language tells us a lot about like how we're yeah. feeling. You know, like, cause if it's like, I got my arms crossed, I'm probably closed off. Yeah. But if I'm like open, that's it's just like, like psychology one-on-one or exactly their body, like how people, um, lie and stuff like that. Yeah. But like I saw something, um, at when I was at challenge this week and like this guy, they're praying and he has his hands up and over everyone. And that just feels so symbolic to me of like how yeah. God is just all around us. And he was being symbolic of that. Like I want to touch each and every one of these people. Yeah. It's like, it's weird how going from this to this is totally different. I, sorry. If you didn't not watch it on video, it's like hands raised straight up, palms up in the air to palms facing down and like hovering over everybody. It's like, yeah. I'm protected over all of this yeah and i think that's too it's like you know in prayer and now we're getting we just been getting off at rebel trails tonight about it's okay so so like you know we tell kids like okay you know close your hands bow your head but i think you know there's no right way to pray no well okay there is a right there is a wrong way to pray (laughs) there's no right posture to pray i don't think yeah there's no there's no right posture so it's like Man, you know, because, like, as we get older, it's like, you know, that was just to make sure the kids weren't playing with stuff on the other hands, right? So, but when we pray, it's like, man, dude, I want to be open to God. Yeah. And so I want to open up my hands. And, the, I mean, I, the true is same for worship. It's like, you know, how great that are. It's like, man, I'm, I'm closing my eyes. I'm looking up. I have my hands open because I'm just thinking in, um, and thinking in awe and reverence of who God is. Think about a presentation. I, they talked about this in my speech class. When... You point with, well, they talked about this a little bit, but like basically how like when you open up your hands, like you show your palms to somebody, it's showing that like you're open to them. You're not trying to close anything off to them. When you put your palms away from them, now they feel like you're hiding something. And it's like, I want to open up my palms, which, like open up my palms to God, which opens up my heart to God. Like, God, like I'm open to you. Convict me of my sins. Mm-hmm. And like, I feel like that could be a like a very moving experience, and like me and you who are generally like not super charismatic people, this sounds like super charismatic stuff. Yeah, but I like I want to find some common ground on that because someone from the outside looking in would say like, "Oh, you're like really anti-charismatic," but no, I'm not. It's like these are things that I feel like we can do, but. I draw the line somewhere, and it's not because I think it's that's where I draw the line. That's sin. It's like that's just not what I'm comfortable with. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. Um, and I kind of like transitioning back to the secular music that we were talking to at the beginning. You know, Keegan, where do you think 
Wait, like, what do you think the line is on secular music? You think, you think, I mean, should it hold a, should it hold a, have a, have a playlist in your Apple Music library? There's an answer for what I do and there's an answer for what's right. And you that's, should probably fix that. That's, <laughs> but it's like, are we not called to do everything to glorify God? Yeah, and I think too, it's you am, know, am I like am I missing something? Because I'm like I've had this I've re- had this inner um, like wrestling with myself. It's like Zach Bryan is not uplifting to God, but it's also not causing me to be farther away from God. I don't feel like so I mean like, all things are permissible, but not all are uplifting. I think right, that's and kind it's of like that's pause. it's permissible, but like are we not called for every single thing to try to be uplifting? So that's like a really, like, what do you think? What should I do? Because, I mean, I have, like, a six-hour playlist of, like, Zach Bryan's oh, style yeah, of, of song. Yeah. You know, it's like, and I, because uh, there's, like, times, like, you know, it's like, man, I sit around the bonfire with my friends, and it's like, I don't want to listen to uh, Casting Crown Star right here, you know? But I want to, I kind of just want to, like, have like a different vibe and there i'm not listening i mean i just it's like a background yeah, it's not i'm not listening to the words yeah it's like background noise at that point right other than i've memorized every single one of the words so so i don't even have to think about <laughs> it you know it's just autonomous but i do it's tough because i do think you know i do think that there are times to be sad and i do think that there is like times where we can kind of like absorb this like sadness and and pain Uh and suffering and we can do that and it kind of almost express that through like the music we listen to and like we're singing to it you know what i mean well it's like okay (laughs) this is gonna be weird like beethoven like he wrote some music didn't have any words to it but like it creates an emotional response in you when the cello or when the violin starts playing super fast like it causes your heart rate to race like this music has an effect on you and it's like it is a positive effect i think and i i think zach i mean we're just gonna say his name zach bryan i mean i think his some of his music does have a positive effect on you where do we draw the line i say is it affecting your thoughts is it is it drawing you away from god Mm -hmm. no i don't think it is i and like has not god given us everything on this earth to enjoy yeah, it's like where does he draw the line? Sin. Yeah, exactly. that's the line. And I think too, I, I think it's like you know, three hundred feet behind the sin. Right. Like don't 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 don't. Yeah, the, I, I see what you mean. Like don't get up just right next to the line. Yeah. It's like do it's all like, these things and do not sin. Yeah. And I think too, it's like you know, I'm I, I'm playing this rap song, but I'm not. I'm singing it, but I'm not saying the cuss words. I feel like you get. I feel like you're towing the line. Isn't that. that like just like you are jealous towards somebody you committed adultery or you committed murder in your heart. Yeah. If I mean, that's like the same idea. Yeah. It's like if you listen to this music and you put this into your body, it's just like, you're saying all those cuss words because trash you memorized it. Trash, you in, trash out. Okay, mom. I'm just saying <laughs> it's true, but hey, I get called an old man all the time. So I don't want to, you're just an old soul boy. And, and like, <laughs> I think this is like definitely interesting, you know, because I've, I've been creating a, a high school dance playlist. Yeah. And so it's like... Tell us about that, Max. So it's it's tough, right? Because there is certain songs that are played that lead people to say cuss words. Yeah. And and I've just had this conviction. It's like, man, I don't really want to play those songs. 
No. And and I don't care uh, you're if you're going to be the most popular guy, buddy. <laughs> no, but yeah. Well, I, you know, I just it's like, man, I'm I'm leading these people to to sin if I play those songs. We live 70-ish years. Mhm. This earth has been here for 6500 years. Yeah, a little less you than see, that. You see, yeah, yeah, a little less. You see where this is heading? It's like mm-hmm. our time on earth is less than 1% of the time of the earth being alive. And then our time on earth is, is less than a blink. Nothing. It's exactly point zero 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 one. you know, infinite number of zero percent of our life because it's nothing compared to eternity. The, uh, the trouble, I mean, is this in James? The troubles of this world will be nothing compared to the, the joys of eternity with God. I don't know where that's um, at. I don't have the whole Bible, Bible memorized. Maybe it's so. in the, uh, the Torah. No, is it the Quran? <laughs> is it the isn't the Torah isn't the Torah a thing? Am I making that up? No, that is, that okay. is a thing. <laughs> it's like the Jewish scriptures. Yeah. Um, are you going on a mission trip this summer, dude? I, <laughs> man, don't don't put me in this position. I want to. And do as do I. Yeah, and so we'll uh, we'll figure it out. Off. God's gonna tell us off the podcast. <laughs> God is gonna speak to me. Um, Max. So let's just a little recap. Can you listen to secular music? Yes. yes. Is it causing you? Is it causing you to sin? Is what kind know. of effect is it having on your life? That's a heart thing. What's it doing to your heart? Um, Christian music and ethics. It's, listen to the words because it's just as important as a sermon is. Exactly, and I wouldn't have always agreed with Max on that. I fought him. I said, "Well, it's just words," but no. Words have the power of life and death. They affect you more than you realize. Um, be careful. Yeah, be careful about what you put into your body. Yep, trash in, trash, trash out. Trash in, trash out. Cash in, cash Reed out. That's what Vicky Reed always said. Oh, she's a legend. Always told Ryan, but... All right. Well... Is that it? That's it. That's it. Peace out. Basic. Family. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Christian Campfire Conversations. I'll see you next week.